Hello. Hello. All right, I think we're good. Um, round three. So we're trying something new here. We have a new set. Yes. Um, I like it. It's not yeah. too bad. This is where we sit and do most of our chatting. Conversing. Yes. Welcome. Um, not this close normally. No, this is way too close. Um, yeah, so if you're just listening and you have no idea what we're talking about, go to YouTube, search, I guess it's Bill Anthes. You can search BTE Or just BT Podcast, yeah, podcast. yeah. And you'll be able to watch. The watching, I've gotten some feedback on the watching. Oh, really? Yeah, and people have said that they enjoy watching it because they get to see some of the... Yeah, the expressions. The judgment and the criticism coming from I mean, you. mostly you don't have any expressions or facial. But you have a lot. I have a lot. Right. So that adds value. Yeah. So there's that. There's that communication ad. Um, Update on the shirts. I think I had another idea. These shirts. I know. What was the one I came up with last night? I was really cracking myself up with it too. <laughs> okay. So I can answer that by telling you this. Uh, and we'll actually talk about this today. About like progress and growth and stuff like that. I just got an office. I just rented an office. I just signed a lease for a... What does that have to do with the shirt, though? Because I said I was going to have an office holiday party. Yes. And I called it the company. I said a company yes. holiday party. And you literally laughed in my face. <laughs> I did. But was that, the, was that the shirt? We're really struggling with our memory. We need to do those memory no, games. No, it was then because then you were saying about how I was going to invite people and lock everyone in and... Yeah, there was another Some sort of saw before then. type thing. Anyway, but yeah, on. So, so on to the topic today we're talking about. I, th- I feel like we've been talking around, obviously a lot of this podcast is about growth. I mean, yeah. that's kind of inherent in everything we're talking about. Um, but I think, you know, today we thought we would specifically look at like, well, how do you grow and what are... Maybe some things that like hold you back. And I think one of the common um, sentiments around growth um, or what people might experience is kind of like maybe it's not it doesn't happen as fast as they like, OK, I'm going to I'm going to make some changes. Right. I want to grow. I want to like learn. I'm going to be this better version of myself. And then you get a couple months in. You're like, man, I'm kind of still. Still here. Still here. Still yeah. struggling with the same shit. I read that book. I listened to that podcast. I did the work. But man, like, I still have the same problems. Yeah. And as we know, it's not just about reading a book or listening to a podcast. But even when you are working at growth, um, it's not an instant gratification situation. And there are different things that process that allow for growth and different times and different people and so that's kind of what we're talking yeah, about today it's interesting i never really thought of it like this before but if you were to think about growth like if you were to say hey i experienced growth in this capacity in this domain let's just say mm-hmm. nutrition hey i think you should be closer you think so yeah i don't think so oh, okay anyway am i closer anyway if you were to say, hey, I experienced growth mm-hmm. in this pursuit. Right. 
I would submit that it's usually looked back at, like it's retrospective. It's it's in the past. The okay. growth occurred. Not I am growing. Bingo. Yeah. So I think when we look at that, like, hey, I want to have this growth. Mm-hmm. And, if, and, and yeah, I'm speaking for myself right now. Like, I want to have this growth. I feel like I haven't grown as much as I want, should. That's a whole separate bag of worms. But mm-hmm. if if we then kind of reach that friction point of questioning our growth, Mm -hmm. I think we can reposition and repurpose our perspective to be like, how am I growing right Mm -hmm. now? And I think comparing growth to growing takes this big thing of growth and kind of chops it down into like, okay, I'm growing like the little, like the little plant, right? It might have like a little, Right. But or a thing. It's not going to be a full on. It's not going from a seed to a tree overnight. Correct. Right. That should be a shirt. Yes. So one of the things we just to be transparent on this podcast, I think we try to do is offer some of our personal experience as a way to yeah, kind of let people in, describe, give give a example, not just have it be like teaching but like have a conversation about what we're experiencing yeah and i have found that often like listening to other people talk about their experience Mm. is helpful for me yeah Um, i agree so but the goal is for people to take that um and apply it to their own experience so you said you know starting with kind of if we're going to look at that growth um you (laughs) <laughs> you recently got an office. Yes. Congratulations. Thank you. Talk to us about the office. What do you want to know about the office? What I want to know is when, so for you, let's talk about between the years. That's okay. like something you're looking at. That is something you're in the process of growing. That as a business, as a yeah. That's something that you have as a current like goal, something you're developing, you have goals for that. Yes. And so a lot has happened in the past year with that, but one of the things you kind of identified was this need for a, an office. Talk talk about that a little yeah. bit. Yeah. So it wasn't I don't think I actually said right away like I need an office. Mm-hmm. I needed I wanted a space to help facilitate some of the work that I need to do in a manner that works with how I work. Yeah. Tried ha- tried to do some stuff at the gym, not the right environment. Tried to do some stuff downstairs in the basement. Okay, good for like tasks and stuff. Um, but some of the more creative mm-hmm. endeavors that I need to do and some of the writing and developing things out and just kind of letting it stew in like a protected space mm-hmm. was was absent um i were like i've literally written the newsletter like in the car mm-hmm. you know like when, if people are coming over so like it, it just felt like i didn't have any boundaries or right. any um any space that i could create as an environment to be that that's not the kitchen table that's not downstairs right. it's not the bedroom that's not you know and when do you feel like you kind of realized this wasn't working? Like the uh, current, the situation you had set up for yourself was really not conducive to you making progress. When do you think you realized that? How long uh, ago? 
I don't know. Not, not, it was not recent. It, it's been a while. Yeah. Yeah, it's been a while. So. I would say probably since I, probably over a year, probably yeah. closer to two, to two years. And it was probably when, um, yeah, it was, well, I don't know. Yeah, it was probably about two years ago. So, you know, I think one of the things is with growth. So that, if you look at it as like, or in my mind when I'm looking at like, okay, well, you want to grow between the ears. Okay, that requires that you do, there's some inherent work required to do that work. There has to be this environment that's conducive to that. And so you identify there's a problem. The solution to growing between the ears is find a better space. Seems simple. Yeah. Why do you think it took so long for you to actually sign a lease? Like to call somebody up to look like I was thinking about the other day after you'd signed the lease, but just driving along on my way to the gym and I must have seen 10 signs, little off, little buildings, office for lease, office for lease. Yeah. Cause you're looking for them. Right. So it's not like there's an, it's not like there's, it's not like we're looking for a new gym space where it's like, wow, that's going to be yeah. tough. So what do you think it was that had, that kept you from like, I know this is going to help between years grow. Yeah. Just do it. Um, I think, I think one of them was financial, um, and insecurities about that or mm-hmm. being a bit more conservative say than you mm-hmm. um maybe less of a risk taker in that regard mm-hmm. but and is that only financial no well no i mean just yeah so i was thinking like okay i'm between the ears it's no it's like not a big money maker mm-hmm. you know right like we're not gonna pay the house off with between the ears this year or anything it's not this year definitely not this year <laughs> definitely not this year um so I guess to say, like, it's not like there's this steady stream of, of revenue, like okay. a traditional business like would have. Like you felt like you could, um, um, what's the word? I don't know. Justify. Like, okay. Yeah. So like, there's not, the like, there's not a, my business can justify. Right. You, felt, you didn't feel that way. Yeah. I didn't think that I was in a position, frankly, that I earned the right to have mm-hmm. an office. Which is an interesting thing. Yeah. Earning and deserving things. Yeah, for sure. Okay. So, you know, the easy thing to say is, well, there was a financial component, Mm -hmm. but it wasn't just about dollars and cents. Um, So I felt like that was a consideration. I felt like I should, in air quotes, be able to, if this is like kind of my best work and what I feel like is my purpose and a way to serve like i should be able to do that anywhere anywhere yeah and so i don't know if i would say pride or ego i think um so i subscribe to probably a misleading belief or a a false kind of Mm -hmm. litmus test kind of deal um and then the other thing i think that's a big thing for you kind of to the point of like that we're gonna we've kind of hit on is one of the things you do struggle with is that and you've said it like the paralysis by analysis so all those things just going around in circles into the decision making matrix and not 
that combined with not being a risk taker and like not feeling like you deserve it, like which is funny about that. that. Yeah. And what's funny, like when I think about like not being a risk taker and then I do a quick check of things I've done in my life, it's like, okay, not necessarily true, but what, but what it is with certain decisions Mm -hmm. where frankly, the risk isn't like, what's the greatest risk? Well, the greatest risk is that for getting this office that I'm out whatever right. you know the financial the financial right. element like really like that's yeah that's the risk that's really the only risk mm-hmm. and so do you think it's because the risk is actually too small yeah 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 like, like it's I, not I like like um, it's not like it's life or death right. and sometimes and maybe this is because of my past experiences and just mm-hmm. kind of levels of operation like talk to me when it's dire talk right. to and, me and when it's life or death with, like yeah you said that with a lot of things like it's harder for you to yeah, if there was more of a dire situation, you'd probably just act. Like that's when I yeah. show up, yeah. So part of like us talking about this is just the point of, just because we know like areas of our growth or areas for growth, or okay, like what can help us, it doesn't always mean it's an instant, like, okay, now I know, and now I'm going to act. So right. what was something that helped you finally... Like, what do you think happened? What was that shift where you're like, okay, I'm going to do this? Well, I would just, before I answer that, I would just echo what you said. And, I, and I've said this to so many people. You, we've talked about a lot. It's not for lack of knowing. Yeah. And generally speaking, it's not for lack of information. Mm-hmm. Like, we know a ton. We know right. a lot. That's the relationship between the rational mind and the emotional mind. And that highway, that that exchange between the two, the translation, however we want to talk about the link between what we know and what we feel, that is where I think the gold is. Right. Not like, you know, that kind of gold, yeah. but like that's where the real essence of mm-hmm. between the ears actually lies is it's not about doing an event. It's not about all night stuff. It's, it, it's you know, I've had people think that I'm going to do like crazy things, illegal things to them. That's not, it's not that I'm not yelling at you. It's, it's, it's providing the stage for you to see which, what actors are rational, which Mm -hmm. actors are emotional, what's the script like, and like kind of that whole thing. So for me, um, I think I, I I did not, I'm not going to say like a hit rock bottom, but I really came to the, um, I really came to, to feel not know, but feel like there's no way I'm going to be able to push forward and accomplish what I want to do, which is ultimately serve people so that they can live like a fully engaged life and, and progress and everything. If I don't make a change. Right. And so you are obviously an advocate for me getting an office. You've been pushing me. You've been suggesting it. You've been whatever. Um, you talked to Joe who talked to her person about an contact. exchange. So I yep. got a contact and then, um, when I, we, but I got that contact like a month before I called. Yeah. 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 And then, um, whatever, we were going through some mm-hmm. stuff and just trying to kind of find our way and make sense of what we're at, where we're at, what we're doing. You know, we're, we question a lot. And I think we talked about raising awareness last time as not always a good, like yeah. not always a pleasantry. Right, right. Um, and so we're kind of on a continuous elevation of our own awareness 
And so I was driving home from maybe coaching or maybe doing something. I don't know what it was. And, um, yeah, called the guy and said, hey, can we meet? Yeah. And he said, yeah, when are you free? So let's go tomorrow. And I pretty much knew whatever I first saw I was going to sign. Because, right. like, what is there? Right. You know, like. Yeah. Lot- and so, I, and I think, like, as you said, like, hitting rock bottom. I, I don't know that it's, um, and like you said, it's not that you did that. I think for some people, you do kind of get to eventually a fork in the road. And so sometimes you have to get to that point to really choose the growth. Like, okay, like, I'm there. Because I think for you, it was sort of like, Okay, I know this thing could help me. I'm either going to choose it and, and see where I can grow or not and be like, I'm done. But like knowing that, that, that having like a little bit of a pivotal moment. So now I think what's cool is like, okay, so you're in that growth. It doesn't mean that now you got the office, you've just like had a day of like everything just got instantaneously better. No. But you're... You took a step forward. You're kind of in that. You've set up the environment. You've yeah. set yourself up for success to then enable that growth and the things that follow. But it but it's interesting because it did take you kind of um, yeah breaking free of some of the stuff you you kind of always do like the paralysis by analysis or yeah. the yeah. you know not feeling like you deserve it. Like well, I'm going to use this money for this and it could be used for something else. Like that's where um you know you've gotten very familiar with those things because they've oh they've been there for a long time mm-hmm. and kind of deciding i don't think it's necessarily that those things go away but building awareness around them and saying like okay i'm not going to choose to let that um control my decisions they might not be gone right but that's the part that i think is is super important to be very clear about. It's not to say I'm going to ignore those. Right. It's not to say I'm going to never have them occur Mm because I I can't, like, they're going to happen. Mm -hmm. And it's not going to avoid them. Right. It's about being able to understand and work with them. And that is where the real power is. And that ability to objectively or as close to objectively as you can within yourself, mm-hmm. have the awareness to recognize something, to see it for all that it is mm-hmm. and all that it isn't, and then make a decision for your for yourself. Mm-hmm. That, in essence, is really what all of this is about. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yes, when I start getting paralysis by analysis, like I am guilty as tr- I am very much a victim of paralysis by analysis. Mm-hmm. I struggle with that tremendously. Why does it come up? This and that. Yeah, sure. I can rationalize away. Uh, but the fact remains, it's, it's, it's a consistent thing that I, that I bump up against. Mm-hmm. So looking at like life hacks and tips and tricks to avoid it. I'm not of the belief that avoiding things fixes them. Right. Like, then you're just playing hide and seek. Mm -hmm. And you're always going to get found. This stuff is always going to find you. Which is why I keep saying, like, you have to find yourself first. And rediscover yourself. Reintroduce yourself. Get to know yourself better. I mean... So instead of ignoring it, it's it's seeing it. Yeah, and and there's a whole... Choosing to... Yeah, so not to simplify it, but for people that are thinking like, well... 
I have to like fix this before I can experience growth. I think that's, that's the trap. Yeah, that's the trap. And, and there's just things, you know, recently we had a, one of the calls for the practice and someone kind of, we were discussing that about kind of when you journal, mm-hmm. like, man, the same thing. I, and, you know, looking back, like I'm still dealing with this and it's been however many years, it's still yeah. there. Yeah. And I think once you can kind of accept that and know that it's not like growth can't happen until right. you fix that. Cause that's no. just not gonna, that's not realistic. Yeah. And then you look into, yeah, it's not realistic. Um, you know, and this morning when I was journaling, I, I wrote some stuff that I'm like, and I even wrote like, wow, I am still questioning this stuff. I'm still writing about this stuff. It might sound like a broken record, mm-hmm. but it's not. It, it, it's not. And the fact that you're repeating it is potentially what you have to do to to look at it through all different angles, mm-hmm. through all different parts of life, because um, you've changed. Your life has changed. And could you imagine not cleaning that out not addressing that mm-hmm. what are you gonna do you're just gonna bury it bury it well, bury, a lot it, of people bury do. it bury it and then it and finally it, it becomes like a zombie that yeah ends up and, and you know I, I i i get it like that that happens yeah. um and i'm and you are not either casting judgment on that we're here just with like a big old spotlight though saying like hey yeah we might be able to find our way and yeah, I mean, I think, you know, I'm thinking of like, okay, so what are current in terms of like, well, how, what, what are things we do? The other piece of that is what's interesting is like, there's things we know that help us to do that, to kind of uncover and, and flush out those things. And often we avoid them. Like yeah. maybe it's journaling, yeah. maybe it's um, taking a day off. Maybe like for me, and we've talked about this, like for me, the the thing that helps me a ton is going for a walk, usually like in the woods somewhere that's sort of free of people, taking the dogs usually, not with other people, not, not even with you, like just by myself. Yeah, and for sure. For an hour, just kind of letting thoughts come, not judging them. Sometimes I actually talk out loud to myself, but just like flushing that stuff out and There'll be days where it's like a beautiful day. It's not like my schedule is packed. Why don't I go do that? And it's like, I don't know. Well, why don't you? Like, like just wondering. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, then there's like, well, I could do this. I could do that. I should be doing something sort of like to your point, like I could be working. Is that really the most valuable thing to do? Stop my life, spend an hour and a half uh-huh. walking the dogs. Because then when I come back and then there's the kids and then, you know, you go through that thing. So some of that and some of it is really like to be honest like i don't know if i want to look at it right now like what what am i gonna uncover what what am i gonna but surely not every time you go for a walk it's like this no but i'm not sure why laziness like i really have no idea but there's things we know that help um like why people know they should exercise yeah why don't they yeah well um yeah. I don't know. Good luck. Fine. Like, yeah. like so, if you can figure that one out. Yeah. So I think it's also just highlighting. It's normal to I think it's, figure out what 
works for you and still be like, oh my gosh, like every time people embark on eating well, right? This is like a great example. Okay, fine. People are like, I'm going to eat well. Um, you know, a lot of people at the gym like a challenge. They yes. like a group. They like, and I, and I understand it. Yep. They need, we as people need like that camaraderie. Like yep. I'm going to commit. I'm accountable. And then inevitably somebody falls off the wagon. Uh-huh. Um, you know, and it's that on and off. But what's funny is when people get back into it, they're like, wow, like this feels great. I feel great. Why did I not eat well before? Why did I stop this? Yeah. But it happens, right? Yeah, we all, course. and it's like, man, or... Everyone falls off. I mean, that was one of the podcasts a couple of times ago. We talked about the value of falling on, off yeah, and getting and, back, and getting on, back on. You know, hopefully you don't like break every bone in your body when you fall off. But it, to, to the extent that you like are look are taking care of yourself mm-hmm. that's gonna hedge yeah. that i think that um and this is just my observation when we really measure it mm-hmm. and when we're really like all of these criteria and rubric and the decision making matrix it's in, it's set up to fail mm-hmm. and why should you go walk? Well, so anyway, so when we measure, we look at time and comparison. Mm-hmm. The third one would be a number in there. So times and for like the gym or whatever, but like metrics. Mm-hmm. Am I really going to go walk for hour and a half? Okay, boom. You've already sort of like put a, put a metric to it, put mm-hmm. a number to it. When I could be doing. Comparison. So now you've compared. And is it going to you know be the best use of my time so we're back to the time thing take that run that through if we're if we're if you're if you know something if you're listening to this Mm -hmm. and you know like you know something that helps you right but you also know you're not doing it Mm -hmm. like be honest with the decisions of why and and be be okay with yourself too like this isn't to like you know, self defeat yourself. This is, this is to grow those decisions Mm -hmm. to not do something that you know is going to be helpful for you. Mm -hmm. Apply the lens of, am I assigning numbers comparing or, you know, I mean, really that's the big, like the big two numbers and comparing. Um, and then consider what would it look like without those? Mm hmm. So instead of putting, and that's the ra- those are rational things. Mm-hmm. Doing work is better than walking in the woods, not doing work. Mm-hmm. That's like a rational um, comparison and way to stratify like value. Which is really like, that's part of current, or at least where we live. Everything is like efficiency, maximizing. Yeah. It yeah. is a rubric. It is. And it's a, and I'm going to write the next I'm going to write the newsletter um, about this, but like I'm, I'm tired of saying, of hearing and saying how busy we are. Mm-hmm. I'm absolutely tired of it. And I'm going to throw up a challenge out there for the rest of the year. Mm-hmm. Stop saying busy. Right. Now, if, if, if it was like, was, if somebody says, Hey, was it a busy weekend? I would even say, don't say yes. Mm-hmm. Tell them, w- use an attribute. Busy is just a meaningless nothing yeah. word. Yeah, what does that mean? What does it mean? 
Anyway, so we're doing something or we're not doing something that we know is good for us. Mm-hmm. What, what, what's it look like? What is the environment within myself? What's the communication, the self-communication that's present when I don't do something I know I should do? If you okay. can find a number, if you can find a comparison, it'd be like, oh, interesting. So let's interesting. use something one of us yeah. have plans to do. Okay. That we didn't do yet. Okay. Skydiving. Okay. Still haven't gotten my license. So that's something you've been wanting to do. For three years. Yeah. So that, but that I one like, you. okay, the, the number is like financial. Yeah. What's the comparison? I compare the time mm-hmm. which is and the prioritization. Mm-hmm. If I'm going to go re-get my license, so I like skydiving, I've <clears throat> experienced at it, mm-hmm. but not on the civilian side. Am I really going to spend weekends and nights jumping out of airplanes when I could be Growing between the ears, coaching at the gym, helping out with dinner, watching the dogs, you know, driving the kids around. Like, so am I really going to prioritize mm-hmm. this activity, which there's no real direct rational gain, right? But it brings me tremendous joy and clarity, which you can't really measure. And I can't measure it. And what's funny about that is there is nothing else. That provides that same feeling, that same uh, experience than it, it is when you're in free fall. For me. For me. Some people, that's knitting, it's shooting, it's archery, it's, yeah. you know, whatever. Um, so some of um, growth for you, I think what's interesting is like, and, and for everybody, is like, sure, identifying some of the things that, one, like what what you're not doing that you know will help you grow. And for you, like, so this, the skydiving, like part of the growth in that is probably back to the original thing with the office is feeling like it would help you grow a tremendous amount if you felt like you deserved things. Yeah. Like on a personal side and, and also that does spill into your work. So yeah, that's really like the growth. And so looking at that matrix of like, okay, well, so is growing worth it to me? And not that it's about getting it back to a number, but ironically, skydiving, which you can't measure your happiness or, okay, I just gained 20 points of more in like the yeah. self-deserving yeah, 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 bucket. Yeah. yeah. Ironically, those kinds of things, being joyful, being happy, celebrating yourself will probably result in some positive things that actually ironically are measurable, but right. And there's also something about, well, you said two things, but there's one thing about like, if that is really then a hobby and if that is something that I, that I do value and do want to experience, I mean, for us, like boundaries practically don't exist. So Mm -hmm. that's a struggle. So this is something totally out of the norm, Mm -hmm. you know, with the, the F your fun shirt or whatever, or no fun. And this has been something we've talked about for a long time, but it's like, I don't find fun. I don't find what norm, what reg, what people generally will say is fun is fun often. Like going out for a drink. Yeah. Going dancing. 
hanging right. out. I like hanging watching. out. It depends. But like, yeah, I don't know. Like parties. Like, oh, that was so much fun. What was fun about it? Well, I'm not really dance. sure. I don't dance. I do dance. Again, this is two episodes in a row. I do <laughs> dance. I create a dance. Rachel can that was confirm. A push up. Anyway, um, but but what is fun to me is like doing something involving the body. Is something that's like connecting to something a little bit deeper. So like, yeah, for me, for me, jumping out of a plane is a tremendous amount of fun. Mm-hmm. And that's only like a fraction of why I like it. Right. But the deserving. So I've been like working on some thoughts and writings with around deserving things. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, that's a big, big, that's a deep one. Yeah. That's a deep one. And that's not, to, like, your, to our point before, it's not you plant the deserving seed. Like, I want to feel like I deserve things. And then you put the seed in the ground and well, there it I is. Mean, There's the tree. Like, wow, I now feel like I deserve things. Right. It's this uncomfortable process of growing into feeling like you deserve things. Yeah, like, do you deserve to grow? Because if, if sometimes I struggle with feeling like I don't deserve things. Mm-hmm. Right. That's what we're saying. So then do I feel like I also don't deserve to grow? I don't know. No, I mean, I, right. right. So I don't. But then it's like, but well, then what's going on with deserving? Yeah. And Right. So you're finding different actions, different things, um, outlets to build that. And so skydiving is one of them. Getting an office is another one. Not to change it completely, but like the growth piece, I think we do, people do, like, sometimes I, I'll speak for myself, when I think about growth, it's like, so heavy. Yeah. It's like, oh my God. And as we said, well, it's work and Mm -hmm. so heavy. And, you know, like, whenever that was, two years ago, when we started the Become thing, a year and a half. Anyway... Like, so that's a side business. Yeah. Um, become, like BK, our initials, actually, and Olivia and Marcus, which is funny. B-K-O-M. So the O has that, like, line through it. And that's, like, a nod to nor- nor- the, like, Norwegian culture. It's a Norwegian letter. Well, one of the reasons that is interesting about that is, like, that business, that entity is around providing growth for people by way of experiences yeah and growth is like yeah learning but there's it's not it's in the it's a little less heavy sure and so i think it's like whether you you know that's just what's cool about that is you know recently i've kind of become more passionate about it as a result of feeling like yes i need more of that for my own growth i need more enjoyment experience like really appreciating what's out there what's around me and yeah the boundaries and the busy all that stuff is kind of getting in the way of that yeah and so growth for me right now is both some of the heavier stuff like looking at some of the failure points looking at you know journaling like discovering but it's also in the like experiences like embark making those decisions to grow in ways that aren't measurable like but that's so okay i'm gonna go on a hike i'm gonna go on a hike every week sure well show me how that's gonna help 
Morristown get new members. Yeah, where's the data? It's not. Where's it's the science? Not. I don't yeah. know. No. But but if I'm feeling like I'm taking time for myself, I'm more fulfilled. I you know actually what's funny is in that in the become newsletter my first one. Very nice. There's actually a um, article that points to the Norwegian expression or co- concept of it's called like free air life. That's the literal translation. Free air life. Yeah. And what it is, is this like cultural thing from when Norwegian babies, kids are like damn near just able to like walk. But even before then, they're in backpacks. They're exposed to nature. Yeah. That is part of their upbringing. Right. No matter who you are, even if you're a little less fit, more fit, older, younger. Right. Everybody gets out there. And because there's this like thing with nature that does help us as humans. There's another word for it in English that's about nature connecting that they talked about at the do. But like, so what are some of those growth things too? Like considering all of the things, it's not just a, it's 360 degrees of like what helps you grow. Not just the like, all right, let me like do the work, get the book, read the thing, listen to the podcast. Yeah. Uncover, uncover, you know? Right. Yeah. No, that's a good point. The heaviness of growth can be, or the perceived heaviness of growth can certainly be a turnoff. And, you know, I think that's one of the things I'm, I've, I'm trying to back away from or undo a little bit with between the ears, mm-hmm. because at first it was like, I don't know what I'm getting into, but like somebody approaching it would, would assume it's going to probably be crazy hard mm-hmm. and whatever. And yell and scream and you know i had a skull and crossbones as the as the logo like that didn't exactly do any favors there was and... some blood on the between the ears flag remember that yes Go on. at least it was my blood <laughs> anyway i um you threw me off when between the ears started, yeah, growth so is heavy. it's like it's like oh god, like I want to get better, but I don't want to do some crazy shit. It's like it's there's not it's not it's honestly mm-hmm. not, um, and I think that you know trying to write that now, hey, initial impressions and stuff like you only get my parents used to tell me like you only get one time to make a first impression, and I think there's a lot of validity to that, mm-hmm. but then you also have, um, you can also try to. Change the story a little Change bit. the story a little bit yeah. and, and, and have that. So, But anyway, the heaviness of the growth. Um, yeah, if, if, if I guess if the topic of personal growth is so heavy, then it's like, okay, mm-hmm. let's just like step away from it a little bit and, and rethink about it of what's something that I can, how can I make a small change mm-hmm. for a big impact that... Yeah, helps like an helps my life enhance. Yeah. yeah, and I think when it comes to growth, also the way people view growth is that um, I have to build something, grow something from nothing or something that is not already there. Right, and that's not necessarily true. And what that article about in the Become newsletter I really liked was that the Norwegians also have this way, and I think the quote the, the the um, one of the paragraphs said this is like they live in a land that is beautiful they've been given that yeah how dare you squander that how dare you like 
complain that it's not a tropical island. Right. Yeah, well, you're in the Arctic Circle, but it's beautiful. Yeah. So to to complain about the lack of palm trees is not cool, and they really honor that. And they really are you crying? No, I just got like emotional. Oh my god. <laughs> um, what's this watery discharge coming out of your eyes? Um, and so for well. them to for them to say we have as human beings we have a duty to to respect this land honor this mm-hmm. land and and have free air life yeah. or whatever um that is amazing to me and but what's funny about that is we do that kind of stuff like and we're guilty of it like instead of looking at the positives yeah. instead of looking at what we have it is a huge i mean it sounds obvious like no shit but like yeah talk about stunting your growth when all you're gonna do is look at what's missing. Yeah. And the scarcity. I mean, yeah. Well, we don't live in Norway. Right. So F that. Like, it's yeah. not, I'm not traversing a fjord and looking at the, like, feeling like I'm on top of the world when I go to Jockey Hollow. Right. But is that what I'm going to, is that really what but I'm going to But that's when you on? go back to the fucking comparison. comparison yeah. And, right. and that's a, that's a, comparison it's a stratification it's a filing it's Mm -hmm. a number whatever it is there's a some sort of a metric there versus being like i am in the presence of a thousand species right now that if i were to actually think like how did they get here it would blow my mind so we do have that and so you know but can you like so the comparison thing because i think that's a huge thing that just stifles so we identified like yep growth can be limited by like the metrics, the comparison. Mm-hmm. Like that's something I definitely like. That's that's a huge um, barrier for me. What and so the the thing is not to just like ignore it. No. Like well, I used to, I used to, uh, whatever that is. A lot of times it's comparing to ourselves. What is the strategy? Or like so so it's not ignoring it. But like to grow beyond comparison, comparing to other people, comparing to your own things, comparing to whatever. I mean, don't you agree that comparison is? Kind yeah, of I mean, the death who is it? Growth? Teddy Roosevelt said, "Comparison is the thief of joy. thief of joy." Yeah. Right? Um, I'm I mean, not not, sure. not like what's the fix for it? I mean, yeah. I understand that, but like, yeah. Okay, so going through that process, identifying it, and then you just kind of identify it, but identify like okay i'm making a comparison and i want to focus on the present instead or on me or like what's the okay so so like i you know i mean you can use an example or not i'm not sure you actually asked me a question (laughs) i did do you want to rewind Rewind. Rewind. How old are you? You're showing your age, Cannibal. Yes. We can use our fingers to roll the cassette back. Yeah, the cassette back. Oh, my God. I'm going to make you a mixtape after Yes, the jewel case. It's just going to be all like like Alice in Chains. (laughs) Good. Um, So I think, let me just see if I interpreted your question right. If you find your if you find you're getting into a scenario where you're kind of becoming just paralyzed by comparison, or you're beating yourself up because you are like, "Cool, 
I've got the awareness part of I'm comparing. I see that I'm using numbers and, uh, you know, better than or worse than or or not worth it or whatever. it's really hampering my growth. And it's really hampering my growth. How can I right the ship? Mm Mm-hmm. Well, obviously, I don't know for like hypothetical person what what is happening there. But one of the ways that I have found it to be helpful personally and in some clients is that when we're in that, Mm -hmm. okay, we're in our rational head. Okay. Look at your son. Okay. He loves it. Okay. Come on, not everybody's watching this. When <laughs> when you're in that, you're that in your, your noise was our dog. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I'm sorry. Kill. You're in your rational head. Okay. All right. Even though you might feel frustrated that you're not making progress or that you've lost progress, mm-hmm. you're still very much like in in your rational mind. There. Okay. Okay. So. Um, it's, it's happening in your head. There's these yeah, it's happening numbers and yeah. There's I used this, to I used that. to let's look at the gym. I used to lift 400 pounds. Now 200 pounds is hard. Right. Okay, that's like the little stimulus that you're in that's driving this. I'm not good enough. Um, whatever. That's the metric this, that's telling you you're bad. You're, yes, you're, you're there's weak. a metric. There's you're a number. Yeah, there's a number, or there's a greater than or less mm-hmm. than type comparison that originates in your rational mind and pushes you to fabricate some feeling. Got it. Or some emotion. And again, this isn't like advice, but this is just something I think that can be helpful. Yeah. Rather than focusing on the action of what's happening okay. or the comparison. Like the lift. Like the lift. Yeah. Yeah. Um, instead, look to connect to an attribute. Because an attribute. Like, so what would that be with lifting? Or with this example? Okay. So let's just say you're, you had a 400 pound back squat. But it looked awful. Not even that. Okay. You squatted 400 pounds. Okay. You maybe had an injury, maybe had a kid, maybe had a life change, maybe got sick of squatting, maybe whatever. Maybe you did want to refocus on your technique. You come back under the bar and you're like, all right, 200 pounds. Damn, like that was hard. Mm -hmm. I used to do double that. And mm, the comparison of the numbers and the whatever... Instead, if you were to focus on an attribute about yourself, like you are here right now working on your squat. Sure. You are being resilient given your situation that you've been through, come from, whatever. Right. You are committed to moving your body with good mechanics so that you can be healthy for the rest of your life and not be in a chair. So looking at the attribute, and then what is the attribute? What is the attribute slash like what's a feeling that kind of drives that attribute um, within you, like a virtue or something? Not, I'm not as strong. Strength is a measurement. Mm -hmm. Like that's not, like that is not the thing. So looking at the attribute also requires you to take a very humanistic 
and personal approach. And the only way you can identify an attribute is to go within yourself. And within there is like comparisons don't, don't exist. There's not, they, they certainly can, but like they're not driven by external data, numbers, comparisons, metrics, that kind of a thing. It's an easy thing to say, but like, yes, you're now lesser of a human being because you can't execute a movement in the gym. And I think that that is like very well kind of understood. The gym is also a little bit of, I think, low hanging fruit, but I mean, it's the space we're in, but But it's very real. Yeah. One of the major things, like, especially for women. Yeah. Is like, I used to be leaner, thinner whatever and that is a paralyzing thing because there's constant comparison there's constant metrics there's how your clothes fit there's what you look like there's what people say there's and you might be someone that didn't really enjoy living life counted every nut you ate and looked like super lean but now you're maybe not as lean and you're enjoying having living life you have you have a piece of cake at a birthday party you're learning to like you know but but identifying like okay that comparison like what so the attribute is like valuing myself for more than my leanness enjoying life yeah and i would and i would say like look at your look at the attribute attribute characteristic virtue like let's not get spun up on the word like the, the the semantics Look within yourself and identify some and identify basically who you are mm-hmm. and who you are being. You don't say I'm I'm being a weaker person. Like th- you understand, like that's just clumsy. That's not happening. Mm-hmm. If you go, if you look to go within and be like, I'm gonna attach to or I'm gonna um, open up that emotional mind mm-hmm. and look at that. And like you can find something because where you are, you you you're there. You can find something. I guarantee you, you can find something positive, mm-hmm. something wholesome, something that reflects and is representative. And so you can find who you are. Mm-hmm. You might have to look hard. You might have to sift through like, nope, not that. Nope, not that. And and that's where the mindset component of it being a form of self communication is the guide. Um, I never paid attention to how much women said, I want to get my pre-baby body back until you really kind of like mm-hmm. came back Did from birth fit and, yeah. and we started doing that. And I don't, I, I, I you don't know anything. I literally <laughs> do not know anything. What? <laughs> Okay. Okay. Go on. What I was going to say was I try to not speak as if as an authority or as a opining on something because like I don't right. wanna I don't wanna be misunderstood or honestly speak ignorantly or whatever. But like you're never going to get your pre-baby body back. Sure. And, I, and, and I don't like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't want to be like the man speaking to the woman. Like, there's a lot of that no, stuff going on right now. No, just by way of physiology, you've had, you've given birth to a child. You are, your right. body so is it's now, like, so it's like, like you you're wanna, never going to get your pre-puberty back. Right, like back. you want to get your pre-baby body back. So yeah. are you going to trade your baby in? 
Because that would, like, if we're going logically, mm-hmm. that's what would be required. So, like... Right. And and then that is, I mean, and that's where, like, for me, the birth fit stuff, is, as I've talked about, like, really opened a lot of things up for me in terms of, like, the women's stuff, not just with, like, postpartum women. But, you know, we've talked about this, how women are definitely just different. Their set of experiences. And then you add maybe moms as a subcategory of that. Yeah. Um, and like you just look at that the no, the the comparison that's just sure like sure that logically it's like okay I know that but there's a lot wrapped up in there and so now you've gone through a pregnancy yeah. your body has done literally the most amazing thing yeah but like and- it's changed it and talk about growth like every day your body's changing every day you feel different how you feel inside outside how you look like all the stuff you're you are completely out of control of what's happening. For nine months. But you also satisfied the entire purpose that you're here on this fucking okay. earth. Yes, Phil. But, but like, I'm just where, saying. But I'm saying just because, but that's, that's back to the rational thing. Like, that's fine. You can say like, wow, this is amazing. I'm, I'm creating a human. You can still, you're still allowed to feel like, wow, I look like so swollen and like. So, I'm not, I'm yeah. not discounting that. So, I'm just saying though, like I'm highlighting the thing that like rationally you look at them and like you just made a miracle. You right. were, yes, you made a miracle. Like, and right. So I think, so there's that. But yet then, it's like this, like, uh. Right. And then there's, and not to do this, but there is a lot of societal pressure until I think recently they were like trying to change that. Yeah. yeah. But like, yeah, the expectation Right. To like right, get right, your right. shit. Like there wasn't even like, you no, know, like, like the, like the father or the man or whatever. Like, I don't want to know about all that other stuff. Like, yeah. well, you just birthed a human out of a crevice. So right, right, there's right. probably some stuff that's going to happen, yeah, but yeah. like, nah, just keep that to yourself. Like don't, we don't, we yeah. just want to see the nice, the female, the feminine, the woman, like right. all, all the good stuff about being a mother. Right. So I think that, there's a lot there with women and their experiences and com- and then comparison and and that's like a huge to kind of go back to what we're talking about for women like not to categorize people and I'm sure men have a whole category of kind of general like growth but for women like that is a huge thing of um, an area for growth to like not do the comparison what I was like before I had kids after I had kids women I talked to someone recently that um a friend and member and BTE you know um practice person talking about women and responsibility and how that's such a tough thing and so I think there's a whole set of like nothing's as simple as like just well I'll just identify that I'm comparing and move on and so I think there's like a lot of growth around um you know, looking at all those things, comparison and where, you know, okay, like, what am I comparing? Is it to myself? Is it to all these other people? I mean, yeah, that's a whole, we keep saying this, but that's, that's, that's probably a podcast that I should do on my own. But yeah, um, yeah, like, you know, Olivia recently had kind of a little tiff with her two girlfriends. And you and I talked about it that like, that's just the beginning. Yeah females women you guys are ruthless yeah there's like a ruthless element and so of course that comparison you're you're comparing to yourself you're comparing to them 
there's always this comparison going on. So I think, yeah, that's a lot. There's a lot of growth to be had just in that in general. Comparing how you look, how you're mothering, how good your lunch looks. I mean, people, there's a whole thing. It's like posting their lunch, the lunches that you made for your kid on Instagram so that basically everybody else can feel bad if they didn't, if they don't have a bento box of organic grass-fed paleo whatever for their child. So anyway, just I think the comparison thing is definitely like a big one and especially for, um, you know, for women. And that's been, that's been something for me to, like you said, not to ignore but to look at that like rational versus finding an attribute about myself to, to make some. Yeah. So focusing on um, when that happens, don't look at the action, look yeah. at the attribute. Yeah. Find an attribute within yourself. Yeah. Um, and it's hard. It's like, oh yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Right. Do it then. Right. You know? And, um, and I think that that's also part of what, that's, I think, an untapped element of our day to day that we can do, that we can actively jump into a little bit more. Um, and I think part of it is the practice between the ears strives to uncover some of this and then provide opportunities to kind of like then spread the seed and mm-hmm. water it and watch it grow or not or whatever. Um, <clears throat> And I think that where we're sort of movement also is a way to do that because it is such, there is so much tied in the body and the mind are connected. And when we do tap into certain types of movements, we get these experiences. Mm -hmm. The Chinese have been talking about this for thousands of years, mapping the body and all of that. And that's what like Richard at the strong fit, he's like all into that. Um, but yeah, like they've like the the Eastern, maybe not just the Chinese, but like the Eastern uh, cultures, you know. And and we look at movement, and frankly, a lot of it's external ego. Yeah, sure. And so there's there's so much there, and I think that what we're doing more and more of is getting into that and trying to share that, and really like working with people who they're like, hey, I want to feel like I can. I want to feel like I'm yeah. like I'm good. It's like right. We have to have the dis- a couple questions, not even a couple questions. A couple things that we need you to do. We need you to sleep and recover. Mm-hmm. We need you to fuel yourself fairly well. And we need you to move. We need you to pause, and we need you to like have some time for yourself. Right. <laughs> and that's a lot. That's actually that's really a lot. Hard. That is those a are, lot. Those aren't like yeah, I got it, got it. Right. It's, it's like, not oh, like yeah, but you know what's better? Sixty days to flat abs. Right. Boom, I can just I can just I can just take that off the shelf mm-hmm. and whatever. And yeah. it's like, yeah, sorry. So when we then look at things like where's the numbers and the comparison and the data come well the measurements, it's like right, because it's all marketed as number result, number yeah. result, number yeah. of promise, number of promise. And it's like right. really? Yeah, and that's that is the interesting thing with growth. Like so working with like Kyla from Strong Fit that metric and starting to look at like when you have the wrong metric. I mean, that's what you're saying. Like the metric isn't like you're looking in the wrong place basically. Yeah. 
Okay. I'm starting to. Did you met, did you count your reps today? No. What is funny? So we worked out, and that's been something I've been doing. Is not we've been trying to like no data. Yes. But for having done data for now twenty years, counting right. three sets of twelve or yeah, fifty yeah, box yeah. jumps, whatever. And we've talked about this too. Like the mind likes to count. So like I would like count, and I'm like, why am I count? I don't need to count. But like, like so I wasn't adding up. Uh-huh. But I might start back at one and like one, two, three. Like, right. why am I counting? So, but I don't know. In the past, I would have gone to my spreadsheet and um, and entered in all my little numbers. And there they are in the sheet. You know, and you know as well, like I've gone back. I yeah, have all have. my numbers. Yeah, I have yeah. all my benchmarks and times and going back and being like, wow, I recently, not that recently, but did some 400s or something. And like, what's funny about that is, or no, I know what it was. It was Nate. We did Nate. Yeah. Uh, the, we programmed it for the gym. Yeah. This was maybe like last year. Yeah. I remember it was hot out. And I felt really good about it. I felt like, wow, I really like felt my glutes, felt my hamstrings and that kettlebell swing. You know, sometimes you can feel, I can feel like the kettlebell is in charge. And I felt right. like I'm, I'm yeah, like yeah, moving yeah. this thing. Yeah. My muscles felt good. I felt really good about myself. It's like, wow, that's great. Nice. Then I started thinking, I wonder, I wonder if that was like the best Nate score I ever got. Right. Was it? Was it? And then I'm like, well, I have that number. Right. I'm going to go back, got my computer out. Right. Find Nate. Found it. Wasn't the best score. I had done it with you. And all those feelings, I was like, wow, I suck. Yeah. Like, that's literally what my process was. And then I'm thinking, this is insane. What did you feel after? So, when, if you remember, and if you're like, hey, I yeah, don't know, yeah. then don't answer. But like, when I actually felt like I did when well. When you felt like you did well, what was yeah. that? Like, I mean, what I were think some it emotions? I felt like there? I felt strong. I felt like I worked hard. I felt like I had been. Um, like my movement was good. You know, I felt like the effort, I felt like I was some of the attributes, probably like hardworking, committed, you know, like persistent. I was persevering, like right. all that stuff. Right. And I was. And you, for sure, because you felt it. So. But then I you was, looked at the action. Right. And compared. Yeah. And completely dis- dismissed the attributes that were right. ver- that were very much real. Right. Because a spreadsheet said that you did right. two more rounds. And here's the thing, not that it, and it doesn't, even if each of those movements were exactly the same, the point still remains I shouldn't have done the comparison or that's not helping. But what's funny about that is I'm pretty sure actually if you, and the reason we've said this with comparison in the gym, for example, or not in the gym, that's a problem is it doesn't, when you narrow it down to just a number, yeah. there's so much not accounted for. Like I can tell you for a fact, my kettlebell swings probably were actually like good kettlebell swings. They actually were probably over my head and I actually used my hamstrings, my heels stayed down, all that stuff. Uh-huh. Like it's not, it's not a full picture either of like your progress. And we've talked about that as it relates to the gym. I want to do a benchmark. I want to see. Yeah. And you've said like, yeah, it'd be funny if we did like a, you get like a number for quality of movement. Oh, I want to do it. And, so and the bad. reason for that is partly because you're kind of like 
a little bit of an asshole with that, but excuse me. <laughs> so like if you do Cindy, but your squats are shitty and your push-ups are crap. And yeah, you chins didn't like do it. Other. No, I'm yeah, sorry. So you like didn't you're getting like yeah, you got 15 rounds, but like a minus 10. That's your no no no. What's no, your no. what's it's, it called? It's a multiplier. A Quality multiplier. of movement multiplier. Okay. So you got like really a two or something. What? No, you would have gotten a point one. Okay. So if you got 15 rounds of Cindy, but your you movement moves like crap, an asshole, I would have said, hey, nice job on flailing around. You just earned yourself a point one okay, mul- so multiplier. So what if you moved really well? Impeccable movement was like. Then you get a one. Then you earn. Then that's the score. Okay, then right. you get a one. Got it. So the point in that is, someone doing Cindy for the first time ever, or you know, just not, not knowing like good mechanics, and then they repeat it. They still got the same score, but it's not at all the same. So we can't just look at the numbers. Here's the thing: when we compare, we do math. It's a mm-hmm. math problem. All it is is a math equation. All right. You were a ten. You look right. back and shit, you were at 12, 12 minus 10, 2, whatever, or 10 minus yeah. 12, whatever. It's a math problem. However, it's not just a math problem because then we create a fucking English and a literacy problem. And we have this whole writing about it and we create this story. And it's like, no, if you're going to compare, then like, and you're going to compare. Mm-hmm. But if I were to say, hey, what's the difference between like, cal- like calculus and war and peace you would be like those are two totally different things and yet when we compare it's not just about the oh objectively data wise i was this i was that graph chart math it's like okay there's the math and then there's this novel this story being written to talk about that. And right. it's like, they, it doesn't happen. Math is... So, like, to kind of bring it back. Yeah, let's wrap this yeah. up. So, uh, growth. I mean, that was, like, our thing. I think you and I, different areas that we can focus on. But some of the things, too, um, that we're, we're sort of saying is, one, it's not an overnight thing. No, it takes time. Two is, yep. It's also an act, active. Act, yes, it's an you have active, to take some actions. It's an active thing. And we can improve, I think, by just checking ourselves when we're looking at it pro, uh, uh, retroactively mm-hmm. or in the past. And some of the things that you struggle with, yes, they will probably continue to be there. Not to ignore them, but to identify them. And, yeah. and then the sort of looking at the metrics and the comparison and how much that's kind of getting in the way. Yeah, I think if you feel like you're not making growth or if you feel like you're you're um, at like a sticking point and, and not moving forward, mm-hmm. I would suggest take a look how much numbers are in there right. and how much comparison is happening. And not even from a like personal, like not it's not even personal comparison. It's like going for a walk in the woods is not a good use of my time. That's sure. a comparison. Yeah. So I think it's interesting for us to look at some of the stuff after this call, after this podcast about like what, like that's a, that's an interesting exercise. Um, my sister who listens had said it would be cool to suggest like an exercise or a homework or a writing thing Okay. with the podcasts. Okay, cool. Kind of like you do with the newsletter. And yeah. And I guess for this, that would be an interesting exercise for someone to do is to look at like, 
am I in a growth process? Do I feel like I'm in that, like, uh, yes, I'm growing. Like, what would lead me to believe that? Okay. Or, wow, I kind of feel stagnant. Yeah. Am I falling into that kind of, like, I'm, I'm busy? Like, if you can't really remember what happened last week, maybe you're just trending towards, like, I'm just kind of... Yeah, I, three things kind of come to mind as it relates to what we just talked about. Okay. One is what's, and this is for you to explore. Yeah. I don't have, no, we don't have the answer. What's the difference <laughs> mm-hmm. between growth and growing? Okay. Like for you in your life. Right. right about it. What's the difference between growth and growing? Mm-hmm. Number two, looking at if you feel like you're not growing or you haven't experienced growth or whatever, can you, or no, correction, if you know maybe like what you want to grow in Mm -hmm. and if you know what's good for you but you're not actioning it, can you try to replay the tape or over the next week be aware of the conditions at play when you decide to to not act, mm-hmm. what does that conversation look so like? So, like me not going to for a walk in the woods, just being aware of like what's happening. What's yeah? The, like, why did the, you not walk? Yeah. And it's and it's not a um, it's not a judgment, but it's just a, yeah. It's not a judgment. A and in the coaching it. profession, they say don't ask why because it gets people defensive. Not you're not on trial yeah. right now, yeah. All right? But like, what was the situation? Mm-hmm. What was the environmentals? What were you thinking? Yeah. What was the conversation like? Okay. So that's two. That's two. Two B would be like, are there numbers and comparisons within there? Okay. Three, how can you, how can you um, focus on mm-hmm. and express attributes, not just actions, when we're in this kind of a thing, mm-hmm. or like look back at some of the times where you're like, man, yeah, like I know I, I said I was going to go to the gym, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Okay. And if you're not, like, what are some, instead of looking at the action or the non-action, what are some attributes that you can express there? Mm-hmm. And yes, you're going to, it's going to drive an action. So mm-hmm. don't get me wrong. This isn't about like just, you know, feely good stuff. Yeah. It's going to drive an action. Um and I'll just say, like, that's why these life hack things are full of shit. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, all you have to do is put your running put your running shoes next to your bed and get dressed. And like, yeah, that might help. But that's not the fix. You getting, yeah, you, put in, you putting your clothes on in the morning is probably not, like, the fact that your clothes aren't right next to the bed is probably not what's hindering your no. pro- progress. No. So, no. I mean, it's. Yeah, so I think I think that's really good. Yeah, I think that's good. Um, if anybody is still listening, uh, questions, comments, concerns, please let us know. Email is great if you can leave a review. Oh, we got a couple of reviews. Did yeah. I say that the last time? No. I looked at it maybe after. There's a couple of reviews. Yeah, like, subscribe, do that whole bit if you don't mind. Um, YouTube, we have that whole thing. January 1st, new practice. Mm-hmm new practice group it'll be yeah. you know um which is really cool and then um february keep your eyes out for a, a between the years seminar cool which is going to be cool very good if you'd like to visit bill at his office you can also reach out to him and yes it's hidden it is hidden and i'm not going to tell you where it is so don't reach out to me <laughs>
All right. And I'll try to remember that T-shirt. Man, it was a good one. It was. I'm like, I've got a whole line. I got to jot these things down. My age is really the old brain. Yeah. It's like a sieve. Okay. 